Hey, what's going on, world? This is Kay Williams from the Politic Inform, Ken Chronicles, HNS 420. And tonight, we got a podcast, and it's the first edition of a hip-hop podcast, and um, under Ken Chronicles, that is. And um, got my best friend on, Courtney, and I got a very, very, very special guest. Uh, he introduced me a lot to the game of hip-hop, and... Uh, just always encouraged me to be an overall student. He goes by the name of Yazid. Um, let's roll. Peace, peace, peace. Yo, what's going on, Yazid? Good, man. How you doing? You there? You there? Give me a second. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Okay, okay. What's going on, Courtney? What's good? What's good? Yeah, I am. Oh, let me plug in. I can probably hear y'all better. Man, finally got y'all two fellas together. Yeah, I ain't it's, seen him, man. It's, it's been over 10 years. I know, man. So, uh, <laughs> I um, gave a brief introduction. Uh, so, Lee is my partner for uh, for the supporters out there. He, uh, he introduced me to a lot, man. Um, I met Lee about 20 years ago through a mutual you friend. Lee again. They, they, you just said you introduced me as Yazid. Yeah, like, my bad, buddy. man. Yeah. My bad, my bad. So sometimes no, I might get good. lost. In, sometimes I it's might get good, lost though. in translation. So okay, look, an early apology. So look, so good. I met, well, formerly known as. So I met Yazid years ago, about 20 years. Um. We had a mutual friend, and um, we just vibe just on the music tip, man. He's a, a couple years older than me, but he's also he's always had an introspective point of view on hip hop, and I've just always respected um, his knowledge. Uh, he was the first person to take me actually to an underground hip hop spot on Melrose called Elements, called Elements, and uh, I remember our first night going there. I was like, man, I was like, I've always like. Like music, but not not so much on the underground like that, right? So we walked in and uh, they had the B girls and B boys and they was dancing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, he was like, no, nah, Candy was like, no, nah, th this is a part of the culture. You gotta, he's like, I know you're a music head, you gotta adopt the whole culture. And then when um, Common uh, Soul by the Pound came on, man, from that point, man, I just I picked up my backpack, man, and I, that was it. And then got my boy Courtney. Um, We've been friends for years, of course. Uh, um, came up like listening to a lot of music ourselves, um, R and B. Uh, uh, Courtney and I, we were huge No Limit soldiers. We were huge fans of No Limit. And uh, Lee, I, I know that's not your taste, but we go, we go get into that. And uh, just back and forth, Courtney has turned me on to uh, to a lot of the new music, like for sure. And um, I introduced him to a lot of the underground stuff that Lee introduced me to. So. The lineage is dope, and we're just here to present a good show. What's going on, fellas? It was good. Everything is everything, man. So, yeah, man. Um, so, no particular order. Uh, when did y'all first, like, fall in love with hip-hop, and why? You can go, Courtney. Well... When I actually fell in love with hip hop, it's 
probably when Biggie dropped Juicy. That's when I was like, I knew what I was listening to. Mm. I was, I was just captivated. That's like, that's my favorite song of all time. Okay. Cause it just, it's just one of them records, bro. Whenever it comes on, everybody should know those mm. lyrics. Like I know those lyrics like in my sleep. So that's okay. when I, I can say I honestly fell in love with hip hop. So from that day point, that's that point on, I was hooked. Was it the, uh, was it the sample? Was was it just the? It was the just something I never was? heard. Be- okay. It was something I never heard before. I never know. I never heard nobody spitting like that. That hungry. It was and just you. You just you just felt everything he was saying, like, and the way he was rapping. Like, I had never heard nothing like that. Super transparent. Mm-hmm. What you got, Yazi? Well, mine, uh, you know, before that, uh, Lottie Dottie, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick. You know, I was like around eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. And just hearing that was just like, of course, we all heard Rapper's Delight. You know, I can vividly remember my, my pops bringing the 12-inch to the crib over here in Compton. That's where I'm at right now. And, um... They played it like for like seemed like an hour straight, mm-hmm. you know. But when I heard Lottie Dottie, it was just one of those joints, man. Like we, me and my other friends, was just walk down the street, just saying all the lyrics to it. And we little, we small children, and we we know the the sum basically verbatim, you know. So yeah, that was that was when I fell in love. Did you know anybody who had that? That's all Lottie Dottie's off the. That's off the Greatest Adventures, right? Nah, nah. Back then, they only had singles. They had 12-inch singles. So it didn't have to even come from an album. You can just put out a single. Bam. But Lottie Dottie wasn't on The Great Adventures of Slick Rick? Nah. That came out in 88. Okay. That came out in 1988. This came out in 1985. Okay. Because it was was Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew. And then at that time, Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh, they made their alliance, and that's, that's what we got. That's crazy, like. You go back to like the singles back in the day. Yeah. They, they ran no singles. Just how they just how some artists are running their singles now. It's like everything's uh-huh. came back full. So you know, those singles, those singles carried whole summers. Like Fresh Prince Summertime, that carried the uh-huh. whole year. What was that? 92? 91. 91? Yeah. That carried yeah. like that carried like a summertime song carried the whole year. But the thing is, back then, a single didn't guarantee your album. Right. That was the thing. It was you know, a fun the door. Yeah, for everybody to make it in. Because, like, look at Chi Ali, for example. Uh-huh. He came home, so everybody still remember who he is. Yeah. Because that, 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 that song was so rememberable. Funky Roll Runner. I think it was more for, <laughs> more for the infamous reason, not for his music. Right. You no. Know? Right. But they. But but you still because that song was big. When yeah. Coming out. Whether the first single was even was bigger. Mm-hmm. Funky Runner was dope, and mm-hmm. it, it was an actual. I think it was a remix by the Beat Nuts. I think they remixed it. Okay. But um. Oh, two two two. Agent number the number. Okay. Agent number the number. Okay. Was the was the first single. 
Hey, Courtney, when did you, uh, what was your main avenue of getting music, getting music back in the day? Was it, uh, sneaking and ordering videos on the box? Like low key asking moms like to pull over to get you a CD, like out of the warehouse. Was you recording over stuff? Like coming up? The box, no, nah, we you just watch whatever came on and just waited hours till your song came to somebody ordered your song. <laughs> exactly. You'd be uh, happy you run back in the room. <laughs> but yeah, I used to go to uh right there on Manchester and record uh Manchester and West at the record shop to get my stuff. Oh wow. Mm, I remember that. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. Mid 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 city records or something mid, like that. Mid city, midtown. Yeah, mid that's city, what, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It was yes, the, next, is that where the Foot Locker is, right? Yeah, right next yeah. door. Exactly. It was yeah. black on. Nice did it turn to VIP records? Did it turn no, to VIP? No. No. Okay. 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 Hey, you know, you know what's crazy? I first started buying. I first started buying um my little wax and stuff and uh my cassettes. It was a record store um on Fifty Fourth in Vermont at the corner of my grandmother's house. That's right. So mm. that's when they had, and, and that was that was kind of VIP ish. I guess up to date, that would be with obviously with Amoeba. With Amoeba. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So where did you get your stuff from? Like, where'd you go dig in the crate? Man, when I was younger, of course, I didn't have any money. So whoever came over with some music, a tape, mm-hmm. that's what I heard. Right. And then as I got <laughs> older, like I'm about 14 years old. Man, I used to five five finger discount. Man, I used to just go to the Beverly Center, to Music Plus. This one I was uh, living on Lock Island and Cadillac. Sam Goody, Sam Goody, <laughs> and that's how I got my music. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep it real. And then friends will make me tapes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As I, as I progressed, <laughs> as I got older, then you know, of course, uh, Friday Night Flavors, Wake, Wake Up Show. Up show. <laughs> that's how I got the music. Mm-hmm. That's dope, how, like, and it's it's crazy how the world is changing how we receive music now. But uh, all right, let's talk about because you know a lot of people like to put, and I know this conversation can be a little antiquated, but I want to get get y'all opinions on it, right? So let's talk about Pac and Big and the whole fiasco and the whole phenom of East and West Coast beef that was you know we all smart enough now to know it was propaganda, right? Um. Was there ever a comparison between them musically, be it that Pac had such a longer catalog and big, um, his demise came unwarrantedly early? Like musically, though, do we put him in the same box or do we put him in the same box because of the movement that it started? You can go, Courtney. I mean, when you say music, you mean sound wise, lyrical wise, like just in general? Well, 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 because when, I, I guess when people say, who do you like better, big or pop, I would think they're talking about just musically. I mean, you, you kind of got to pin them. They were the two hottest artists at the time. That's like Jay Z and I. Like, to me, they're not the same, but they always got pinned against each other. But was big and nice, but hold on, hold on, hold on. And I want to pose this for Lee. And you made a good point. Yeah, I see. So back then, musically, just just regardless of the beef and the turmoil, was Big and Pac two of the biggest artists back then? Nas was number one. 
back then, right? That, that's no, what yeah, I was number, thinking number over one. here. Nobody wait, else wait, was no, even being mentioned. No, number one, as far as what? Just that guy. No, no, when, but no. Understand no. the question. Hold on. So, okay. So, yeah, see what not I'm saying amongst, is, not amongst peers. I'm talking about to the masses. To the mass in general. In the without that beef was was Big and Pac really the biggest artist around that? I era? believe so. I, I think so. honestly, they became bigger once they died. They once they died, they became bigger. At the time, yeah. it was just like okay, not they wasn't as celebrated when they were alive as when they were dead. Well, well, that's what and I'm so okay. That's what I'm saying. So, Courtney, like, 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 what, what other artists? Without that B phenom, and, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to answer because when you think about those two, you think about all that music, like the whole movement, right? Who was who who was out around that time, yo? Let's go. Yeah. So if we go, I know. The, so so if we go if we go to time if we go to the time that they start beefing, I mean I mean Mob Deep was big. Yeah. <laughs> Wu Tang was big. Met I mean Met Solo was big. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if Pac was necessarily bigger than Method Man, like prior to that beef, though. You get what I don't. But you, but but Pac had movies. Pac had. The, yeah, he's he talking about charisma. that. Okay. That's what okay. I'm saying. I'm not just talking about them. I'm just saying, like, as far as like status, and then Biggie took over the world when, when Ready to Die dropped. New York was out of here, bro. Like that surpassed that surpassed Illmatic to me. What? Not 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 saying not oh. saying like I'm saying like the impact because you know mm. he had puffy he had the shiny shit like he was able to go mainstream was, and, and exactly and rap to the gutter right yeah I think Illmatic got appreciated later mm. I don't think no not for That's me but I get it probably for you right you probably appreciate it later and. Other I'm people saying, might, but I'm saying, like time, in general, as far as the, it didn't have the same impact as Ready to Die. That's not true. But, but hold on, he would. But you got to remember, Lee's older than us, though. Too, he's three years older than us. That album came yeah. out. Illmatic came I out. Said, I said, I said in my, I said in my Lee, opinion, Lee was great. Yeah, I, yeah, he says yeah. in his opinion. But when Illmatic came out, it changed everything. Everything he made everybody. Oh, we got a rap now. Yeah, we, oh. we really have to. Yeah, ain't no more <laughs> of what we were doing before. The creativity part, you have to be creative now. You can't be lazy. Right. And then when Biggie so, dropped, niggas had to go to the drawing board too. Niggas had yeah, to go I'm get not, fresh not, again. Biggie forced people to go back and get fresh. Production, yeah, he was, production, and, and then he that was he easy, all easy mo b. That's fine, of course. Gotta respect that. You think, uh, and and I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna transition to this because I think this is a good segue. How impactful would how impactful would Jay Z have been in hip hop if Big and Pac were alive? Well, I'll say. I think, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, well, can I? I, think, well, am I, okay. I think I think he would have been more focused. And we also have to remember it's an industry. You have record labels behind you, so wherever they push them to, because a lot of times they control the way we see things. You know, we can think 
somebody is good, but if they don't have that push behind them, they don't have the, those uh, street teams, we won't know who they are. You know what I'm saying? But somebody like Jay-Z, man, he was undeniable. I mean, he's undeniable. So I, I think I think um, they would have pushed him even further. It was like, hey, man, I'm up there too. They don't have to mention me. So he maybe he wouldn't even try even harder. You know? You think he would have actually you think he would have been actually ready for that competitive nature? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But see, that's <laughs> yeah. e but see, hold on. But that's but that's easy to that that's easy to say when he's been slaughtering the game for uh 25 years. We have nothing to compare it to. But I get it though. I can see both sides. I don't I don't know if I don't know if I necessarily uh buy it fully because Pac was very persuasive. And and I and I think that I think that Big was just a, a more talented rapper than Jay Z, just straight out of the womb. Like he, he was more talented than both yeah. of them. <laughs> so, well, 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 I mean, I agree, and, and, and uh, we're gonna transition to something else. We're gonna talk about something else. So, I don't, I don't necessarily know where uh, Jay Z would have necessarily placed, man. Uh, and then we got all, you know, we also, like you said, like media plays up, me, media plays a fact. Like, would Jay Z actually be able to withstand a Tupac beef? You know, Tupac was relentless. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just a lot of variables, though. But I just wanted to pose that question. Y'all got anything else on that? Wait, y'all really think Biggie was that much better than Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Naturally. Hell, I don't yeah. say that much. <laughs> yeah. Naturally, he, he, I, I, say, I, I say by a little bit. By a little bit. Ooh, thank you. Not baby. by much. Kitty, Kitty Not by much. Like, like it's like a slam dunk. It, it, it was effort. No, no. First of all. Hey, that, that boy, that Jigga boy, man. Come on now. Okay, yeah, nice. let's be let let's be fair. When when, when he was tasked, when he was tongue twisting with Jazzo, and then and, and then he jumped to he he jumped to signature J, right? But then we also know for Jay Z to start biting style, he start rapping like Young Chris. So I I mean I, I don't yeah I I, I can see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I, that, yeah. Biggie like I feel like Biggie I feel like Biggie he had the cheat code because for one like Big Pun he had supreme breath control. Just like Black Thought of the Roots, and, and I think that even transitioning, that's your, I know that's your favorite MC. That's not why I said that, but you know, I just like the way from the live from the live effect. Black Thought has always been able to. You got to when you perform live, right? So, I I, I just feel like Big was more of a natural. He was more yeah. of a natural, and I I think that he was a uh, just better in my opinion, man. I'm, I'm gonna say this for the record. I never bought a Tupac album. I know a lot what? of people gonna be like, "Oh, that's blasphemous." I never. That's very he had disrespectful. Songs that, that I liked. You're very disrespectful. I never bought it. <laughs> I didn't buy a Biggie album until maybe I think last year, and it was ninety nine cent the, uh, the double album because hip hop was so hip hop was so big. I didn't have to pick from those two artists. It was a lot, whole lot of other stuff to listen to. You talking and about I, in I, an I, era? And that era was a lot of stuff to listen to. That wasn't forced on you. You listen to what you wanted to listen to, what you liked. Mm -hmm. And that's my opinion. That ain't, that's not law. <laughs> it's my opinion. Yeah, Z, you know what I feel? You know what I feel too? And me and Courtney, we, we talk about this. I don't, Jay-Z, Jay-Z became big. Jay-Z became big, uh, a couple years later after he came out. I don't remember people rushing to the warehouse when Reasonable Doubt came out. 
They I probably think, didn't, I, but that's, that's I think his best we, album. No, hold on, but no, no, that's but I, I'm not debating that. I, I just feel like, but but what I'm saying is that I think Jay Z he got he got progressively better, and that's where his fan base came because I mean in '96 we wasn't rushing out, we wasn't we, most yeah, of us had to go a, back and listen to Reasonable Doubt. That was a New York album though, like yeah. that didn't have no kind of West Coast bop, not, like. I can see why on the West and it had a soundtrack on there. They bumped that heavy. Ain't no nigga. They bumped that heavy summer of ninety. Was that ninety five? Ninety six. But didn't they? Didn't they throw that on laterly? That wasn't. That wasn't a part of the original Reasonable Doubt. I heard that song. That song came out before Reasonable Doubt. That was like one of the first singles, though. That was like one of the first singles. It was off the movie. After Dead President, I think that came out. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Dead President. Uh, ain't no nigga wasn't the first single though. No, it wasn't. Oh no, 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 not off reasonable doubt. No, no. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, no. Oh, okay. But when you say it was an East Coast and album, it, but that, but that's that's the only track that I can see. Like, ain't that what put Jay Z like on in your opinion? I mean, I heard him back in '89 of Jazz Old Hawaiian Sophie. Yeah. So. That was my first introduction. Though. But that was my first yeah. introduction to but him. But I'll, I'll say that was like the, the that put him like mainstream. For sure. That was a Drew Down beat, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you have to go. He can't say it's a Drew Down beat. You have to go back to the original person the, who made it. Well, I can't, you know, obviously. I get credits. I know. I want to plagiarize. Hold on. Blueprint. Ronnie goes, Blueprint is his best album. It's not that he got better. He was able to commercialize his music more. Volume one is underrated. And you know what? I disagree, but I, I can see where you're coming from. For me, the Black Album is the best. Got about five yeah, singles I hear on there. Got about five singles on there. It was very musical. It was very transitional. You can, argue, you can argue about four or five of his albums, which the best. I should say lyrically. Lyrically, reasonable doubt. Lyrically. It was yeah, wordy. Was, it was wordy. Like people, Super I don't weird. think people understand what he was talking about back in '96. Like, no, it was on a different, different level. Really? That's what make it dope, and that's yeah, what make that, it tiny. exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think the masses were drawn to that because it was like, what, what? I think people that's who knew Biggie, what he was talking about did, and that's where that's where Biggie is special. Like he can he can he can rap about shit like that, but make it so simple. That you like, damn, like he just kicking it to you like that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Biggie, you know, Biggie, Biggie, he created a narrative to where you actually thought you were there. Exactly. <laughs> so, man, that's some good insight, man. So, look, oh, so look, isn't it ironic how every time we start talking about Big, Pop, and Jay, Nas get lost in the sauce? Let's, let's 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 double back to Nas. Is it fair to coin Nas Illmatic the best hip hop album of all time? And should Illmatic be mentioned with every other great album, just in general? Yeah. Every genre. Who want to go first? He, because he's Cordy. Can you hear him? So he uh. Glitchy, yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> that's it. 
Hold on, he might have to go out and come back in. Just give him a second. Ronnie go big ain't better. Ronnie go big ain't better than Pac. Or no, give me a second. I'm going to text him. There you go. Oh, was okay. that my internet? Yeah. Back? What, would you, what were you saying? We didn't hear you. I was saying because Nas is up here. Turn up your. You can't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can't hear me, Kenny? I can't hear him. You can't hear me at all? What is he saying? You, you can't, can't hear me at all? No. What? I hear him perfectly. Man. Courtney, you hear me, right? I can hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Now. Okay. Yeah, we hear you. What I was Go saying back. was, I was like, Nas was up here. He was the pinnacle. Nobody, they, it's, and it's no disrespect. It's because we started comparing Nas to Rakim immediately. Right. And a lot, everyone sees Rakim as the God MC. And Nas is right there. Not about music or anything, just the lyricism. Like it's something you never heard before. We're like, wait a minute, what's this? So that's why. It wasn't it wasn't the uh, industry side, like he got these better singles. Make you know, so I don't know. That's just in my opinion, man. Nas was just like, man, incredible. So it's Nas Ill, so is 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 Nas Illmatic. So and we're gonna jump, we're gonna jump to Courtney next. Um is Nas Illmatic the best hip hop album of all time? Yep. It's it's a masterpiece, man. It's it, Courtney, it's, you agree? I was I, I agree, was saying you I, said something different. There you go, he's gonna come back. And Courtney, there we go. Yeah, you there? What are you saying? Yeah, I'm here. I mean, I'm not even the like the hugest Nas fan like that, but that album is undeniable, man. Undeniable. <laughs> From front to back, though, I, I think I think that um, I think and, that and when I seen him, not to cut you off, and when I seen him, when I seen him performing at Rock the Bells live, I was with you, bananas, dog. I was with you. Bananas. That yeah. It's crazy. Uh give me a second. Let, let me go to the comments. Um first uh Ronnie said big ain't better than Parker Nas. Then he goes into no famous guest appearances. It was written was dope as F2. Uh J. Cole is the new Nas. But let's go back to uh what y'all what y'all think about him saying uh big ain't better than Parker Nas. Um as a rapper. Of course, Big is much better than much better than uh much better than us. I mean, and Pop. I mean, as a rapper, like of as a rap, just rapping. Yeah, I would say yeah, just rapping. Yeah. We ain't talking I, lyric, just rapping. We not talking about lyric song structure. We just talking about like the ability. I mean, and then even if you want to go into song structure, first of all, Big was more versatile than the both of them. Tupac and Nas were pretty much one dimensional. I'm not saying I, they I would didn't. Say, I don't know. I'm not saying they didn't switch it up. Okay, look. What Big brought, what Big brought to the feature with Bone, 
was much different than the than the feature with Tupac. Like he couldn't, like I feel like Bone had to rap differently to adjust to Tupac, where Big just jumped right in. He had he just was a better like he was a better rapper. I don't know. I don't know what you got. He was a, he was a, he was a competitor. You could tell like he was competitive, and that's just the love and passion mm -hmm. for hip hop okay. that a lot of people don't have or MCing, I should say. Okay. And you can just tell it was natural. Like yo, y'all spitting like this, I can do that shit too, <laughs> and I still got these bars. You know what I'm saying? So, what you think about it, Courtney? Yeah, I think Biggie is a better rapper than Nas and Pop. But, I mean, so what? Right. <laughs> no, no I get it. Album all the time. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, but, yeah, but, no but, doubt. But there's there still a no competitive concept. nature. Right, but there's still a competitive nature. There, there's yeah, still yeah, another yeah, conversation yeah, 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 to be yeah. had. And let, let's go. So Ronnie goes, no famous guest appearances. On where? I mean, what else? On Illmatic. On okay. On Illmatic. Yeah, I get it. That shit is a masterpiece, like Courtney said. It is. It, and it was his age. It's, it's flawless, man. His age. He's a young, a young, he's a teenager, essentially. Right no, now. he was. <laughs> right. It, it, see, I thought he needed therapy when I first heard it. Give me one second. <laughs> then Ronnie that goes, wasn't uh, therapy. Pac has way more hits than uh, Big and Nas. Well, that doesn't really mean anything. Hits don't mean shit. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. Um, well, he has, the, he has like... He has like eight albums. Too, albums, yeah, so that's, that's more. That's more material. I mean, he was more. But it's not potent. Right. It's not potent material. It's not. You could tell he was hurrying. It was in a hurry. Those raps were in a hurry. Hurry, let's get in the booth. Let's make something. All eyes it's, on me. They all start to sound the same. Oh. Let's keep it a hundred. Oh, what album? My favorite pop album is "Me Against the World." Mine is that's all eyes. The... Mine is all eyes on me. Okay, you took his time on both of those. I'm talking about everything after. It's just like. He, you get Machiavelli? Yeah. That, okay. Machiavelli was hard. Uh, I, st yeah, I, still, I still don't understand that album. J hey, just like I still haven't beat Mike Tyson's punch out, I legit don't, and I'm I legit do not understand Machiavelli. Do you, Lee? Yes, <laughs> No, but do you understand? I understand what I mean, though. I don't understand that. I just don't. You get that album, Courtney? No, <laughs> but I get what Lee said. Like, and they—I mean, all the Death Row affiliates and stuff already said. Like, when he came home, those were songs that people already had. And they were like, "Here, you can have them." Right. So Ronnie goes, "Biggie isn't better than Nas." Um, I can't hear nobody. Uh, I'm good. You go out and come back in. I can hear you. I can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. You good? I'm gonna text him. You there? I'm here. I, I, yeah, I don't so, see Courtney okay. though. Okay, so, so. Ronnie goes, Biggie isn't better than Nas. Nas Illmatic was better than Big's best album. I agree with that. It was written, was it was written to Big's uh last album. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say it. Mm, I get where he's going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's close. debatable. Yeah, it I is. get it. 
I'll be fair. It, it, and, it was written as, oh my God, yeah, it's so underrated. It was, but we go, I feel like that was his more accomplished album. It's like, nigga, I made it. Hold on, hold on. Let me invite him. Hold on. But it still was bars on there. It still was great concept. Right. Right. So it wasn't like he half assed on that on that album. So then he goes, uh, Pac didn't do everything. After that, he was dead. Uh, he sent a message in Machiavelli. It was the, I mean, I mean, hey, Ronnie Howard, shout out to the politic form. I mean, he making some valid points. Uh, Cordy, can you hear? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I slightly disagree uh, with a couple of them. I mean, again, I think Big is better than Nas. I mean, I think Nas has the best album of all time, but that doesn't mean that Nas is the better rapper. Um, yeah. I mean, we can slide on the... Uh, Y'all think about the climate of hip hop today. Um, for me, it's almost like I was born again in hip hop. Let me ask y'all just a quick question, right? Before I go into reference, did y'all ever, since y'all fallen in love with hip hop, did y'all did y'all ever fall out of love with hip hop at any point? No, no, you, Cordy. Because I no. I know a difference between the culture and the music industry. Okay, so. stop there. Cool. So, so either when you guys share the same sentiments, right? Okay. So I fall. I, I felt. I fell out of love with it for how long, Courtney? It was some years. Courtney would send me stuff, and I'm like, Nah, nah. Listen to this. I really got turned off during the mixtape era. There was just too much music. It became too like like too convoluted, and I'm like, you just fall back and just kind of be selective on. I just wasn't receiving like music too well. Um, what y'all think about the climate today, just in general? You want to go, Courtney? Go ahead. Um, like I alluded to before, it's a difference between um, the actual culture in the music industry. Mm-hmm. What you're hearing on the radio isn't the culture. Mm-hmm. That's the music industry dictating on how we how the culture should sound when mm-hmm. it's not. If you ask any one of these new rappers on the radio what are the four elements of hip-hop, they can't they answer that question. Right. They wouldn't even know who Crazy Legs is. They wouldn't know who Cool Herc is. They right. wouldn't know none of that stuff. So essentially to me, they're just opportunists. I don't label them hip-hop. That's just me. But they are, there are a lot of incredible artists. There are a lot of artists from back then that are still incredible now. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's cool. I mean, I have to search and and find what I want to listen to. I have to keep my ear to the street and ask friends via social media, hey, what's out right now? Or I have to search. But it's a lot of good content out there. So that's interesting you say that. Have you adapted to the culture of the music today? As far as what? As far as like the overall movement, do you check do you check for who's out or new sounds or do you just kind of like just stick to your core? I mean, it depends on what's being said about the artist. If they say, "Oh, this dude is this is and that." I'm gonna listen. This just you know to try to see with no biasness, because again, I, if I never heard the artist, how can I hate them? How can I not like them? So I'll listen first, 
And then, like, oh, this ain't for me. Or he's trash. Or <laughs> I can see why people like him. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is for me. Who's trash to you? Flat out. Who's trash? How long yeah, do we have? How, how long do we have? <laughs> give, give me, I mean, insurmountable amount of time. That's all we do is talk. Who? Uh, what's the dude that Kodak Black? Trash. Why? I'm There's asking. no I'm creativity. There's no, when I heard the song, I'm like, he said the same thing 10 times in a row. How is that good? Ooh. Lil Yachty. Have you heard him? Yeah. Preschool raps. Interesting. I don't. The preschool bars. I don't think Kodak Black is whack at all. I think that he. Uh, That's your opinion, I, though. You asking me course. a question. Of course. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> and I'm giving it. I'm just giving an opinion back. I'm not taking your opinion away from you. Um, yeah. I mean, musically. I mean, is he the most barred up? No. But do we do we always expect a supercharged combo pack from an artist who got bars? I'm not saying presence? that, but but what? Okay, okay when hip hop when hip hop came out in the '70s. That's he if he sounded like that back then, I'm like, okay, the shit just starting up. But it's 2020 and you sound like that now, it's just like, come on, man. The shit supposed to evolve. You're supposed to get better. I don't see anything. I don't I but just me. I don't I don't see it like, oh shit. Damn, he said this. Well he let me that. counter well let me counter that. I mean, we, we all know we all know music is a narrative though. And he's just telling his story and Maybe there's just no relation to the story. Maybe you just don't like the way he raps. I, I just think that it might be just too elementary for you. I mean, and I get it. I, like, I understand, like, you you, you like rap with substance and, and rap with content, but I just had to challenge you in that fashion. Just maybe that's try not to, to get say you to I won't, it. It's not to say I don't like the dance. Like, I will be at a party. Like, I don't. But you still can be good at rapping yeah. and make uh, good records. Make good dance records, but those dudes are not good. <laughs> what you think, Courtney? And then we gonna go into Ronnie goes, Lil Yachty's trash, Lil Pump's trash, Six Nine, all mumble rappers. Uh, what you think? I mean, I like, I, I like the, <laughs> I like the independency of the new artists. How they, they're taking control of their own careers. A lot of them doing what they want to do. I like how the, I like how the music's put out. How you, it's easily accessible. And it's easy to like, okay, like he said, you can listen and be like, all right, I'm cool. Next one. As opposed to when we came up, you had to go buy that stuff. Like, it's $15 mm -hmm. for a CD. Now you just pay for a subscription. So I think that part of the industry, I like the DSPs, you know, the Spotify, the titles and all but that. But Courtney, but Courtney, but Courtney, when you spent that $15, you trusted that you was going to get some good content. You, you knew yeah. you was going to get some good music. Yeah. You wasn't spending it for nothing. But we had right a couple of singles yeah. to measure yeah. by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, more. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. You were selective with that fifteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, do I get? Do I get this Nas album? Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and buy this. Who? How many? Name like a. Go ahead. And 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 the CD back then was like shit. Fifteen ninety nine. It came out closer yeah. to eighteen bucks. 
And some of them was eighteen ninety nine if it had certain artwork or, or it had a an extended book and, or something with it. A and, hologram. And, and the thing, but in the thing <laughs> back then, shit, you lived with that album for like a year straight. That's all and you were that, playing. Man. Well, they had well, well, well the single. Well, the single. First of all, the single ran for six months, and then the album ran for a year. Right. It was, mm-hmm. it, it was different. So, brand of encouragement goes. There's a difference between rap and hip hop for sure. For sure. Of course. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, but hip hop. I mean, rap. Rap is part of hip hop, though. Yeah. Not mistake that. It's one of the elements. You got to be able to rap yeah. to be in hip hop. But I get it. Yeah, I, that's true. Um. But you know what? I mean, there, there there's a lot of quote unquote rappers that are really like quote unquote hip hop artists too. They just know how to go get the quick bag. A quick crossover. Uh, J J Cole was good. J, J Cole was good at it. He he had a, a nice. He could have stayed underground and really been like like a hip hop like super duper. But he had some crossover records. He was smart. I guess that's when the artists win, right? When you're able to, I don't think he looked for the crossover record though. That's the difference. Really, your, why, your why audience that? can make your, your audience can make one of your records a crossover. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like I just we, I right? think we get caught up. I think we get caught up when a when a record gets popular or a bunch of spins. Oh, he's trying to cross over. Oh, it's crossing. No, nigga, it's a good record. Hmm. But you have to think back in when I was growing up back in the '80s. All the good records are on the radio. That's yeah. just what it was. It's good content on the radio, right? Right. No matter what genre, it was just good music on the radio. And now, and it, see, and now it's so many like radio, so many rappers. Yet, almost right. No, everybody's getting paid to pay these records. Like Lee was saying, they yeah. control the narrative. program directors. Yeah, exactly. Back but then, that's what you want. Back then, you was you was just the artist. Exactly, and you get you gonna get what's on the radio. They gonna play what's the good mm-hmm. shit. Yep. So brand of encouragement goes: most rap artists is trash, no content. So I guess that's in reference reference to the difference between rap and hip hop. Most rap artists is trash, no content. I mean, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's pretty broad. No, I think it's a fair assessment. I mean, most. What is that? What is that? This how many artists have we heard? We kind of got to be more specific. Then the next year we don't hear them. You know what I'm saying? It's been it's been (laughs) it's been so many of them. That doesn't mean they're trash. Day too, right? That happened. It was people that came and came and gone too. Skilo, they didn't have long runs. I'm not talking about the good artists. I'm talking about the trash ones who put out a so-called hit for that wave or whatever's supposed to be hot. But that's every genre, though. Yeah, that crawl. That's a new genre. But we we talking about hip hop right now. I know. I'm saying like every every um man. What's the word I'm looking for? Every era. I'm sorry. Every era had had those kind of artists. That's just a part of. But, I think yeah, that's of a course, part of hip hop. Of course. Music. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Now you're gonna have way more of that because, like you said, it's so easy to put a record out. And you, you know what I'm saying? You're a star, and that's the next time that you, you don't hear from him again. So right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And it, it just makes it makes the art disposable, in, in my opinion. It's just like, there's too many artists coming out. I agree too with many that. yes men. Like, 
oh, they're just they're, let them do their, what they do. No, you have to be good at this shit. You can't but, just but do here's it a, you feel like you want to make a dollar. But here's the thing, though. You see, there, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of artists that because they because they're out in this era, they get overlooked, and there's mm-hmm. and they really have substance. And that's true. I know some personally. It's like wow, if this person came out in the nineties. They would be out of here, and I know this person is doing. I know he knows what I'm talking about. Even now, I mean, he'll be sustainable even in this era. And I just think that we overlook and Courtney, and I was one of them, right? I overlooked so much talent until I sat down and I and I listened, and I'm like, well, you know what? When it comes to hip hop, first of all, the only thing that changes in hip hop is the production. Follow me here, right? Lyrics. That's always going to be, that's always a constant. Lyrics are relative to the era, what you're going through, how you grew up, and whatever and whatever narrative you want to tell, right? You guys agree with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so when we talk about, okay, this era is better than that era, that's where I get kind of lost in the sauce because it was a lot of trash rappers back in the day too. But they weren't celebrated. That's the whole 69 thing. Sixty nine boys weren't celebrated. No, they had a single on the radio. Are you? They they held down the summer. Luke wasn't celebrated, and I'm not saying these artists are whack. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, if you had to compare them to, I, I think, that I, think era. Lee, I think what Lee is saying, like they they're not, they wasn't mentioned as like the hot the hot rappers now, right? Like they were just the six nine boy, they got a hot record. Now, yeah. if you got a hot record, you're considered oh, he the hottest out right. You're like, yeah, he the, he the best. I get what he's saying. That 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 part is different. Back okay. in the, back in the, in those era, we knew the rap rate. He was just a rap rapper, he got a hot stone, that's it. You ain't up in the top echelon though. You ain't on the yeah. top of the, you ain't on the on the cover of the source or nothing like that. Right. Luke Luke wasn't on the cover of the source. But Luke, Luke, Luke no, let's be general. fair though. Let's be fair. No, I, of course, but, of course. But I, but, but he Luke, said in general, I had to go specific. But Luke is in the Luke is not a rap. Luke is not a rapper. First of all, he was a movement. And, and, and then and, it was more two, balanced back then. It was more balanced. Right. Everything was was able to be heard. So you so you think it's no balance now? So it's no balance in what regard? As far as the radio. Go listen to the radio and hear what, and listen what well, you hear. Of course, of course. Well, well, because they have more shows. Like we don't have a wake up show. We don't have a Friday night think, flavors. But do you think that's purposely done? Of course. Okay. Of course. That's not a big. That's not a big. That's not a big. There's no revenue there. We know that. <laughs> but I but haven't I mean, listened to radio. I haven't listened to radio in twenty years, probably. Just because of that it. reason. Because of that reason, yeah, like, yeah. It's, I mean, sorry, y'all see, terrible. No, it's cool, radio, you, you you hear the same five songs for the whole day, man. Yeah, and that and that will make you hate an artist. I think that's why so many <laughs> really people. Hate, I think that's why so many people hate Drake. Oh, I'm yeah. not a Drake fan at all. Why is I've that? A Drake fan. I don't know. I just when I first heard it, I was just, this ain't this ain't me. I don't like it. And normally I'm right when I don't like some shit. And but that's opinion based. Yeah, yeah, know. that's not fair. Let's be Some fair. Just seem funny. I don't know. That's very true, Landry. Radio is it? Yeah, yeah. 
I um ready. He said radio's a dead business. It's, it's all ads. I don't drink. And what are they trying to sell you? What's ads? <laughs> <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that um I think Drake is phenomenal, man. I, I think that uh I agree. I think Drake I, th- is, I think Drake will make it in any era. And I also text, text found on what Courtney is saying. Drake is a there's a difference between a rapper who can spit a dope 16. There's a rapper who can the difference between a rapper with that and a rapper who can make a dope song. Drake is an actual composer. He changes the directions of songs. When Drake, you might as well not even ask Drake for a feature because he's gonna turn it into his song. And me and Cordy have been saying this like for years. The only thing that messed Drake up is his his image. His image. People people started looking at him a certain way. And it was unfortunate they were able to control his narrative and brainwash people from his music. That dude is phenomenal. There's nothing that Drake can't do musically. There's nothing that we haven't seen him do musically. No. Who want to express on that? Not me, because I don't listen to him. Fair enough. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Landry. So, Brandon Encouragement goes, Drake does real good in this era because there's not much competition. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, that's just a stretch, but respect to that comment. And then Landry go, Drake is a generational talent. Exactly. Yep. That's a great point right there. Yeah, I've never heard it put in that context. Um, do you not listen to him, see, because maybe image, or did you actually give his, his music a chance and then it was a wash, you were done? It's not for me. I, I tried to listen. It don't fit with my spirit. It don't I don't it don't touch me. I don't feel like musically, you know, I just I don't I just don't feel it. I, I don't I don't really know how to express and explain what I'm saying, but I, I don't feel it. Do you do you do you vibe with anybody from this era? Courtney, you dark. Um unless that's purpose. Kendrick, of course. Yeah, that's my mistake. You said you said Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Did you okay. say that's your mystique? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna try to like squeeze that in? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah, I, I wife, got my, you. My, my, my wife texts me telling me like, why you in the dark. Says my mystique. Right <laughs> no, 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 I see. Hey, hey, hey you be, that you being creepy, early bro. Branding. No, that's that you early branding. This is Brandon right here. <laughs> He's smart though, right? Hey, 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 y'all see, he understand the metrics and success. I'm looking at him like, he's doing this purposely because he's trying to, that's his moniker. Okay. Oh, man, uh, this, this guy is great, man. I actually can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. You know, um, what you been listening to lately, y'all? Right now, I'm Come still on. off that, uh, that Alfredo, that Freddie Gibbs. Man, there, there you go. Man. Album yeah. of the year, baby. Again, two years in a row. Yes, sir. And that uh, that West Side Gun. Yes, sir. I, awesome I can't too. get in. You, you know what, man? Here's you a, sleeping? Kenny. No, you know I'm not though. And you know what? Hey, I, I, hey, I was, y'all, be, okay. 
Hey, you messing with up? that Boldy James? I just heard him on that West Side Gun. I'm, I'm going to get into him now. Check, yeah, check out his album with Alchemist. Crazy. The Price of Tea of China. Okay. Bananas. I mean, production, okay. I'll mess with that. I, I just feel like that camp, I mean, I'm not saying they can't rap, but for me, I'm just, I'm over the gritty. It, it seems very intentional. Well, you're a Drake fan. Of course you're over no, the gritty. No, no, no. I'm a music fan. And I'm hey, not comparing hey, the two. Hey. Hold on. Can I finish? What's crazy? Drake, Drake loves them. And that's fine. Yeah. Let, let me finish though. But I don't. It, it it just seems to maybe the image is put on. I'm not necessarily judging their music. I mean, I guess I'll have an open ear because I listen. To, I I'll do some research. I do some research. Hey, arguably the some hardest more. the hardest crew out right now, man. Is not it arguably, a movement? They Nigga, they, they are. are a movement. This is nostalgia. Okay. I know yeah. they love it. But but Man. see I like oh but see God. I like that kind of hip hop too though. That's, That's why what, I don't understand what what you could, what's the disconnect with you? Because I've been it, telling you about them for the longest. I'm okay. like, how you you told me about this kind of hip hop? How you no, don't like this? No, no, because exactly. it's the Mopsy. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> why why you do me like that? And he gonna go with the alley. But let's but it, it's the Moxie. It's the it's the I just and, and I don't want to be disrespectful so. I'ma just leave it there. It's I don't I just don't like the sound. I don't like that hustle. I'm over that hustling. I mean, I don't know. But it's I their just, own Kitty, sound. Kitty, they have a chip on sound. it. They have a chip on the so on their shoulder, bro. But like, that's, they look, that's they look that's like antiquated. That that feels that's old. These They're better than all these niggas that's getting all these spins, man. And mm-hmm. they know it. Well, we've always had rappers like that. But are they truly? I'm gonna be the judge for myself, and uh, I'm gonna trust y'all word because I respect y'all word musically, of course. Who else you, who you been on? So you don't have that Freddie Gibbs album with the uh, with Alchemist? Do I? Kenny? No. Yeah. Kenny. No. What? My ear has been, but my ear, let's be fair, my ear has been. Like somewhere else right now. It's been Man, more, you know. Take yeah. 45 Same minutes of your life of and course. listen to that album. Of course. Of course. Of course. I'm going to respect the art, but yeah, I haven't heard it. No. That's a must. I, I, I like when uh, people uh, turn me on turn me on to big music. I mean, um, new music. Alfredo is the best project out this year, Landry goes. Hands down. For sure, I gotta check it out. Shout out to Gangsta Gibbs, man. Man, oh, he's doing this thing. He's not playing. No, he's not. I like, and I, I didn't even really, I heard of him, but I didn't really sit down and listen until the Bandana album. And right. I'm mad mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it. And I've heard that you know album. Because he respects the culture. He does. Oh, yep. And he can rap. He ain't lazy. And he's fearless. Yeah. What lane? What lane is Gibbs in? He's more like a he's, uh, he, like a trap kind of. I don't like trap. I, I but wouldn't say conscious. I like gangster. his version of it. He versatile, man. He can yeah. do it all. Yeah. yeah, he can. I've heard him on Swag Records. I've right. heard him on on, on Alchemist shit. Like right. he he's versatile, bro. I've heard him on the, on on some soulful shit. That boy, he he can rap, bro. He can and rap you, rap. And if you and if you can if you can jump on an alchemist track, then <laughs> that says a lot. 
For sure, that says a lot. Alchem is one of my favorite producers. Next to Pete Rock. Yeah, Al, he nasty. Yeah, Pete Rock in my top five as well. What's your top five producer? Mine? I got Primo, Pete Rock, Dilla, Dilla, Mad Lib, and Alchem. What's your top five, Chad? I got Dilla. <laughs> no I particular Dilla. order? We going any particular, no particular order? order? And I want to hear nah, Landry, got, too. Landry, tap in, please. I, I got Dilla, Quick, mm. uh, Ninth Wonder, mm. Dre, and High Tech, man. High Tech, one of my favorites. Though. I like High Tech. Very he slept on. on. Slept on. Yeah. Super uh, slept on. I got, man, I mean, I, I can almost go in order. My favorite producer of all time is Pete Rock. Just the horns. The horns. He always the horns. The horns. The horns. <laughs> you know I love them horns, he, man. He the he the uh, number one remix dude ever. Of course. The well, he was the first ever. one. Yeah. I uh <laughs> and 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 CL Smooth was dope. But I CL think Smooth that, slept on, bro. I think that underrated. I think that tandem was overrated. Yeah. We're gonna talk. Oh, that's the next show. Um, you said overrated? Underrated. 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 underrated of oh, okay. Um. Cause I just think Gangstar kind of pushed them. So we're gonna talk. That, we're gonna talk about that. Um, you, I got, see you see what I'm rocking? I see it. I Rest see in it. peace, Guru, man. Right. Yeah, I got. Rest um, in peace. Hey, got, none of y'all uh, said Primo in y'all top five. What's up no, with that? I'm going I did. To, I, no, said, I'm going I said to. Primo. That's my first. Oh, you said Primo. Oh, okay. Well, my got, top five yeah. changes week to week, depending on what I'm listening to. Yeah, that's not fair. I got. <laughs> I got There's um, so many dope producers. So yeah. I got Pete Rock number one. I got Primo. Number two, I got Mad Lib. Number three. Mm. See, this is this, this is this is when it gets kind of like. Already this, have it. This is this is when it gets no tricky. Discrepancies. No, 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 no. Because you're not gonna you don't even know who these people are. Beats by the pound. Number four. That's uh no limit. There we go. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be on the next segment. So I'm glad I just did that to set you up. So you do we're gonna have okay. a conversation about no limit. Um and I would have to go, I would have to go with quick. I think quick is a uh, super underrated. Just I musically. Think, I, believe so. I think musically. Yeah. We'll talk about no limit next time. Hey man, it's been beautiful talking to y'all, man. No doubt. Likewise. First hip hop edition. Uh, man, any shout out y'all want to give? Uh, I got a couple. Yeah, we gotta do a no here. limit versus no limit versus cash money, man. No, let's y'all, do a y'all, rough. Let's do a y'all rough. Y'all have to be head to head with that because I don't listen to none of them. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let, let 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 let's do a Rough Riders versus Rockefeller. We can do that. That'd be interesting. A lot of music and look, and so and so yeah, see, that goes into which you you got you got you, you have to have a couple favorite artists out of the Rockefeller camp, Freeway. I like Petey Crack. Okay. He nice. So maybe we'll get that conversation, but man, we got many conversations. So uh we'll go ahead and uh, give my shout out. So um first of all, shout out to both of y'all fellas. Yeah, see, thank you for everything. Yeah. Courtney, thank you for everything. Uh, we're going to try to run this back. 
So all the Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, for sure, Thank man. you, dude. This was, I like this. Sure, I appreciate that. Um, shout out to, on the music tip, shout out to Coco Kennedy. She had an album that recently dropped. The Experience by Coco Kennedy is phenomenal. Go check that out. Check out Lucky. He has an album, Heavy Heart. And he has a new single that dropped called Untitled. Available on all major platforms. We got Zaire with Underrated and Overdue. That boy just dropped 100 bars. Check that out. And Breezy produced that. Shout out to Breezy. Shout out to Breezy. Um, shout out to Kenai. He has a single, um, well, a couple, Can't Stand Niggas, Addicted, and the most recent, Never Leave L.A. Super phenomenal, super duper phenomenal. Shout out to Davion, Canada, DMAC, Over Dungeon Music. They work together, partners. Uh, a lot of good music out there. You guys, uh, hopefully I didn't forget anybody. Uh, if not, I'm going to catch you guys on the next episode of Shout out to Ronnie at HNS 420. We got to continue to collab and work, brother. Much respect over there. Shout out to Alvin, which you got going over there with the kids. Out in the AV, we got to collab. Uh, and shout out to Yaji Kedit, inspirational speaker. Talk about marriage life. His stuff is very pristine and very uh, transparent. And last but not least, shout out to Kalem, the CEO, Mr. Politic and himself, who gave the opportunity and Man, it's pretty much an overall blessing. Who runs everything? Uh, y'all got anything else, fellas? Um, I just want to thank thank you again for having me. Nice seeing you again, Courtney. I ain't seen you in years. Hey, yeah, I was just about to say the same thing, bro. It was refreshing, yeah, man. Good, man. <laughs> Last time we was, here. The, we was at that club together, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, but but you know what? That's a different scene. But hold on, no, be quiet. So let's <laughs> the subliminal. So you know what? Uh, on that uh, and on that note, um, thanks for watching. This is Kay Williams for the Politic Forum, Ken Chronicles, HNS four twenty, and we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.